0: Hello, ninjas and ninjas. Welcome to another episode of the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name's Tim. I'm head ninja at Exposure Ninja and best selling digital marketing author. And this show is all about helping you to generate more leads and sales through your website. In this episode, I'm delighted to be joined once again by my old podcast sidekick, Loz Newton. Now, for those of you who don't know, Loz actually moved on from Exposure Ninja. We parted ways last year, but he's come back onto the show. To talk about something that he's been testing with his new company around Facebook ads. And this is particularly important if you're generating leads through your site or you're an e commerce business that has a higher ticket purchase, i.e., you're still kind of selling through your website, but really you're just generating leads and then you're closing people later on. And he also came to do a bit of a Facebook news roundup as well, because at the Dominate 19 conference that we ran, that was a particularly popular segment. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you get loads of value from Loz. And if you're listening to this on the audio, then you probably want to check out the YouTube episode as well, because I try something crazy with a new toy that got delivered today. I just couldn't resist to have a look on the YouTube video at that. Don't forget, if you need some help with your digital marketing, whether you need help with SEO, or you need a website, or you need help with pay per click or Facebook ads, Then you can request a free marketing review from here at from us here at Exposure Ninja. If you go to www.exposureninja.com and click the big green button, what will happen is we'll ask you a few questions about your business. We'll then put together a review for you, looking at where your business is strong online currently, where maybe you're not so strong, where your competitors are strong, and we'll map you out a prioritised action plan that you can follow over the next six or twelve months to significantly increase your business's sales through your website. It's completely free of charge. The video review will be sent to you within usually within two to three working days as a 15 minute video. So you can watch it, you can run through the recommendations yourself, you can send it to another agency, or you can just watch it and then delete it. It's entirely up to you. Or, Of course, if you're interested in working with us, then we can have that conversation. So go to ExposureNinja.com and request your review today if you haven't already. But without further ado, enjoy the episode with Loz Newton about Facebook offline conversion tracking. Loz, welcome back to the show.
1: Thanks for having me back, Tim.
0: Today, we're going to talk about a particular Facebook ad strategy that you've been uh, playing with and getting some... Good results, potentially some enjoyment from as well, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, like, I mean, I can give you a bit of background about why we were sort of doing this, if you like. Um, but basically, the, the company that I'm now working for, our kind of primary um, Facebook sh- strategy is um, engaging with people uh, through Facebook Messenger um we have kind of a conversation on there and then once we kind of get them interested we then want to like transfer them over to a phone call to then close the sale um we're running facebook ads with the, and the and the objective of the facebook ads is messenger engagement Um, so for us, obviously stuff like the regular tracking methods, like Facebook pixel and that kind of thing just aren't going to work because obviously we're not sending them to a website. We don't have that kind of, we don't have that kind of stuff. So we were looking for other ways that we can track that data and we can, and we can figure out, you know, where are we actually getting sales from? What, what of our marketing efforts are actually working well? Um, so yeah, this, this is kind of a, a strategy, which, which I discovered that allows you to basically figure out which ones of your Facebook ads are the ones that are actually bringing in sales. Um, even when you're, even when you're actually generating things like leads, you're not, you're not generating, you're not ever actually getting a sale through your website. Uh, so, so that's kind of a bit of the context for it.
0: Cool. Um, if you are listening to this on the podcast, you're going to want to head over to YouTube. I'm just about to try something crazy. Never before seen. Um, we're going to try and sketch this outlaws, because I think it might help people to see your funnel. And then also, because this is something that will work really well for lead generation companies where they're not, they're not just looking to maximize the volume of leads, they actually want to maximize the volume of sales from those leads as well, right, or even high ticket e commerce, where there has to be some consultation. Yes,
1: yeah, so exactly that. So it's, I mean, Yeah, obviously, the the difference between a sale and a lead is is pretty pretty mega really it's pretty important. Um, And Facebook, especially in terms of their optimization, if you tell them to optimize for a lead, then they will do that, regardless of whether or not those leads are any good quality at all. So um, yeah, making sure that that you're actually getting sales rather than leads is, is hugely important, I would say for any business that's, that's running lead gen campaigns.
0: Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but this is your funnel. Hope the mic's picking this up.
1: Right, I'm following.
0: <laughs> You're following, right? Yeah. So you got your audience. That's step one. You're then showing that audience an ad. Yep. You're then driving people to Facebook Messenger. Yeah.
1: The messenger yep. sign. Love it. Love it. It's amazing.
0: And that's going to a calendar booking, is it, or that's going to a. What's that uh,
1: fr- from there, basically, we're having a conversation with them. And then at, during that conversation, asking for phone numbers and email addresses, right. essentially, to then continue that conversation. So, that- so it's, it's a lead gen process, but it's an organic one.
0: Turning into a phone call. Yeah. And then that is turning into a sale. Yeah. So the problem is that in most facebook ad campaigns you will be optimizing for you could probably optimize for the conversation right Yep, exactly using that regular stuff so most of the time you'd be optimizing for that but what you want to do is actually optimize for this because if you can optimize for this you can tell facebook
1: to give me more of those people right Exactly that. Yeah. So, so obviously, this is kind of where Facebook tracking breaks down. If we're if so that person's on a phone on the phone call, then obviously, we can't install a Facebook pixel on a phone call. So we're not tracking that through Facebook. We ne- but we need to figure out a way to do that, basically.
0: Cool. So this also is exactly the same as for a lead generation company that wants to optimize for closed sales. So starts with the audience goes through to the ad which usually then goes to a landing page.
1: Yeah, lead capture form and all that kind of stuff which might go
0: through to like a calendar booking, perhaps. Yeah, which then might go through to the phone call, which might go through to the sale. So exactly the same thing. They want yeah. to optimize.
1: Obviously, yeah, something that I know that you're really keen on is uh, is is uh, businesses offering free consultations and that kind of thing. Absolutely. So if somebody's if somebody's offering a free consultation, then you know, how do they how do they know which ones of their free consultations are actually turning into sales? Um, Facebook doesn't know, obviously, that hopefully the business does, but but Facebook doesn't. And we want Facebook to know.
0: Exactly. So rather than optimizing for this or for this, again, it's going back to the closed sale. So okay, how do we actually do this, then laws? How does? uh, How do we make sure that Facebook has that data about these closed sales?
1: so uh basically this is what facebook calls an offline conversion so um in it's kind of a bad name for them really because they're not they're not necessarily referring to it to something that's that's not online not on the internet they're just referring to anything that's a conversion that's tracked somewhere other than facebook um so facebook has a a tool called the offline conversion tracking tool and essentially what we're doing is we're using that tool to um to tell facebook where those uh, where those leads came from um now there's a free way that you can do this and there's a there's a paid way that's a that's a more accurate method to do this um but essentially what we want to do is you want to get the data from wherever you're recording it so this is going to be in your in your crm um or or an excel spreadsheet if you're old school um would work too um so getting getting the data from from that location where you're recording customer sales and that kind of thing and getting that data and sending it into facebook using using the offline conversion tracking tool um so if you've ever played around with um uploading a, a custom audience to facebook using an excel spreadsheet and then creating lookalike audiences and that kind of stuff from that um this is the same kind of process um, but essentially, what you're doing is, is rather than rather than creating a lookalike audience with this, you're tying that back to to your ad campaigns. Um, so yeah, all we're really, all we're really trying to do in, in simple terms is send data from wherever you're storing it about your customer sales, sending that data to Facebook. That's that's the goal.
0: Cool. So that's the manual process, which I guess is okay when you're building a custom audience, because your kind of customer, or if you're, if you're building, say, a lookalike audience, then doing it as a one off thing isn't so bad, because you're looking for the common characteristics about your com- customers, which aren't going to change too much on a daily basis. But if you actually want to run retargeting ads, then having a more automated way is good. And I guess for this, also fairly good, if you're starting with this process, right, because you want to feed that to, you want to feed as many of these converters back to Facebook as you possibly can. So it has the best understanding of your audience. So h- how can we do this in a more structured and, and pr- preferably automatic way?
1: Yeah, so, so exactly that. So the simple way, like you say, is you just upload, a, upload a, a, um, an Excel spreadsheet file. Um, a CSV is their preferred file format. You can upload that. Um, and then Facebook will just basically, um, yeah, use that as part of their offline conversions. But what you can do instead of that is you can connect your CRM to um, Facebook's offline conversion tracking tool using something like Zapier. Uh, so, um, if you're familiar with Zapier, basically what you've got is you've got a series of triggers and a series of actions. Um, one of um, you, if you've if you pay for a premium subser- um, service with Zapier, uh, then you can connect to a CRM like Salesforce or Infusionsoft. And the trigger in there, obviously, when you record a sale, you'd be basically changing an opportunity and then setting that to, to, to closed one. Is the kind of Salesforce logo um, l- lingo. Um, when you do that, that can that can be a trigger in Zapier to then send that record over to Facebook. So each time you get a sale in real time, um, within 15 minutes, uh, you send that data, uh, that record back to Facebook Ads Manager and back to the offline conversion tracking tool.
0: So the benefit of this is changing that opportunity status is going to be something that the sales team is doing anyway, because when they close a sale, they're going to set that status to one. So it doesn't add an additional step of us then downloading those people into a CSV and sending them off. As soon as you set that status to one, that tells Zapier to go and send that contact record through to Facebook, and then that'll update your audience. So what data do we need to give Facebook in order for these people to to be useful in order to inform this, this audience?
1: Yeah, so that's a really good, really good question. So the the way that this that this works behind the scenes, what Facebook does when you upload a record um, to Facebook Ads Manager, Facebook's then just checking that um, that customer information that you've collected against um, Facebook user accounts, Facebook um, personal accounts. So if so, you know the records that Facebook's checking for is email address, phone number first name last name postcode date of birth um and country code Uh, so hopefully most of that information might be stuff that you're collecting in your crm anyway as part of your um records anyway um but yeah basically facebook's checking against their against their facebook users to see if they've got a match for that um, if they've got a match for that, then then, yeah, it can just match those things up straight away. Um, the more pieces of information that you can give Facebook, the more accuracy that you're going to be getting in terms of this. Um, I mean, for example, you can send Facebook, your, the Facebook user ID and then you'll get 100 percent match rate. So if you're recording that, then that would be amazing. I, don't, I have no idea why you'd be recording that and using a, a manual process to do, your, to do your sales tracking. But if you were, then that would be amazing
0: there are some plugins from fusionsoft that will go and find people's uh, people's social profiles when they submit through a form or something so perhaps if you've got a tool that's doing that as part of your crm already you might have that potentially
1: potentially yeah and um, it's worth it's worth pointing out as well that the way that facebook ties these data de- um looks for this data is um first name and last name need to be separate records so that's something that we found out the hard way um if you have a single record of name then facebook gets a really low match rate for that um and also country code even if you're selling uh, all uh, even if 100% of your sales are coming from the same country including country code for whatever reason is going to increase your match rate as well so yeah those are kind of the tips in terms of um <laughs> in terms of that data. Oh, and the other thing is that phone number and email address, if you've got multiple records for those, then then submitting both is, yeah, is preferable as well. Because obviously we don't know which email address somebody's used to sign up to Facebook, but having both gives us a better match rate.
0: Awesome. So then in the back end of the ad manager where we're telling Facebook to optimize for conversions, is this just as simple as setting up a new conversion and saying this is a this is an offline conversion and then using that when you're setting up your your campaign your ad groups
1: um so in terms of in terms of actually optimizing for this uh, at the moment this isn't something which you can optimize for so um you can you can optimize for um a conversion that's that's measured through the Facebook pixel or through um a an app that's that's got uh, the Facebook API tied into it um, but this won't Um, this isn't something that you can optimize for, unfortunately, even if you're getting lots of them, um, basically what this is going to be useful for is, um, in terms of your reporting. Uh, so essentially. Um, if you're looking at a, a screen in ads manager and you've got all of, your, all of your data in ads manager, you've got number of clicks, you've got click through rate, you've got, um, you know, the number of people visiting your web page and all that kind of data. You can add an extra column in there that will say offline conversion and you can name these whatever you want. So you could you could even have multiple stages of a pipeline that's you know part of a nurturing process. Um, and then obviously you could have offline sale as one of your um, things in there. Um, so it doesn't directly allow you to, um, to optimize for it, but what it does allow you to do is, is basically if you've got a a list of your ads that you're running at the moment, it will allow you to see which one, which ads are actually resulting in sales and how many. Um, so there is, there is going to be a little bit of work in terms of actually using this, this data, um, but in terms of in terms of what this this allows you to do, think about what you would have had before before this. You're going to have leads recorded in Facebook, and that's it. At that point, people drop out of your out of your funnel, and you and Facebook has no idea what's happening to those. So, um, I mean, a, a kind of classic example of this would be, for example, if you tell Facebook to to optimize for engagement, so so likes, comments, shares, all that kind of stuff. Um, Regardless of your of your audience, regardless of your industry, Facebook is going to skew that um, uh, is going to skew that on a gender bias is going to skew that towards women, because women on average engage more with content on Facebook. So um, that might not be relevant at all for your business that you've got that gender bias in there. But that's something that Facebook's going to do. Um, and, and the same with leads, obviously, there, there may be people, there may be a large group of people out there that are perfectly willing to submit their details, but are never actually going to purchase anything. So optimizing for leads um, is not good enough. And, and saying, hey, I've got all these leads in Facebook ads manager is not good enough. But if you can actually see, well, this is the advert that results in sales, this is the message that results in sales, then then that's something that you can use to massively improve your campaigns.
0: And I suppose you don't actually need to optimize for even sales. You could optimize if you have an additional step here, which is pre-qualification. Like for us at Exposure Ninja, for example, when we get someone requesting a review, we'll qualify that person and we'll we'll segment them. We could use that to inform the reporting. It doesn't just have to be the sale, does it? Because there are other steps that might go on between the version and the actual sale.
1: Yeah, exactly that. So, um yeah, I, I don't know about infusionsoft, but um certainly in terms of in terms of Salesforce triggers that you've got available, you can set that up when you create a new lead in Salesforce, when you update a lead from one status to another, um yeah, and and uh and then obviously when you change it from from um a lead to a conversion as well. So, those are all potential parts of your pipeline, but are recorded outside of Facebook that that could help in terms of your reporting Definitely,
0: Absolutely, exactly the same as in, in Infusionsoft. Awesome. So this is really relevant for anybody who's not just relying on a volume of leads, right? This is relevant for anybody who's, who wants to get a bit more granular, if they have to do any pre qualification at all, this is going to be a really useful metric to track. So what sort of business types should definitely be using this without even a question
1: yeah so i mean any anybody that's generating leads through (laughs) sorry Uh, anybody that's generating leads through facebook should be using this without question so um it yeah if you've got a a process where where you're asking people if they want to be in do a consultation something like that then then those people should instantly be doing this um the people that that may not consider themselves to That may not consider they need to do this are people where you've got an e-commerce website but perhaps this is an expensive product where there's a there's a consultation process that's going to go on before sales so maybe you're getting sales through the website and you're getting you know a a decent number of them but maybe there's also a significant portion of your audience that are actually phoning because they want to find out more you know they've they've got to have that that conversation before they're willing to, to trust in your business and to actually make a purchase. And um, all of the, a, any situation where basically your phone number is an important part of that process is something where, you know, really, you should be using this as, a, as something that you're doing.
0: Fantastic. So go forth and do it, people. Now, before you go, Loz, um, you've got some Facebook news for us. I feel like we should have like a news anchor, dramatic yeah, like music, a little,
1: a little music sting, definitely.
0: I'm sure our editor will be able to do it. Three, two, one news anchor music.
1: <laughs> yeah. So there's a couple of things that have been happening in Facebook recently. So, um, one of the big ones, which ha which, um, was announced literally like two weeks ago is uh campaign budget optimization. So for a while, um, in Facebook, the, the, the normal process is that if you're setting um, an ads budget, then you'll set that at the, ad, um, at the ad set level. Um, so each ad set, you will give a, an individual budget, um, uh, and there's been for a while the option to um, set your bu- your total budget for, um, for a campaign rather than an ad. So, so, for example, if you've got an ad set that's, you know, cold audience, warm audience, retargeting, all that kind of stuff. Um, and those are all ad sets within a campaign and the campaign goal is conversions. Um, you can just set an overall budget and then just tell Facebook to figure out how much to spend on your retargeting audience and that kind of stuff. So um, this has been an option for a little while now for about six months or so. What's new is that Facebook's just announced that that from November 2019, this is going to be the only option. So um, you won't have the option to set a budget at the ad set level. Um, bear in mind, you know, think about what this, what this entails, basically the ad set level is where you're setting your targeting options, where you're setting, how you're targeting a group of people. And so this for me is kind of potentially could be really great if Facebook implements it well. And, um, and like I say, it all works correctly. If they can figure out how much to spend on retargeting and how much to spend on, and getting your cold audience, that's amazing. Um, the issue is, you know, like I say, where you are, um, where your campaign goal is not actually your end goal. So for example, something like leads, Um, if you're you're telling Facebook that you want clicks to your website, um, because you can't track your sales, then Facebook's going to optimize for those clicks, it's going to tell you which it's going to find out which of your ad sets gets the cheapest clicks. And it's going to pummel that audience regardless of whether or not your other ad sets may be the reason they're more expensive is because they're more qualified. Facebook will not pay any attention to that from November onwards. Um, so if you've got that kind of situation where you're not actually, your um, your con- uh, the, the thing that you're optimising for in Facebook is not actually the end goal of your pipeline, then this could be really concerning for you. Um, good news is that this is happening, isn't happening until November, so you've got a while to figure out how to get around that.
0: And worst case scenario, you just have to set up different campaigns rather than different ad sets in the same campaign, right?
1: Yeah, so there's kind of two things which I would recommend trying out between now and November. Um, So one of them would be just creating, you know, at the same, you know, you used to be able to set a budget for an individual ad. And now you can only do that at the ad set level. Um, A lot of people when that came in would just set, would just create one ad set per ad. Um, and get around it that way and just say, I want to control that that budget for those ads. So I'm going to do that um, this way. You can do the same thing, create a campaign for each of your ad sets. Um, obviously, you know, this is less good in terms of your reporting. Your reporting is going to look a lot more messy um, if you do something like that. Um, one thing to, that I would definitely recommend trying out <clears throat> is that Facebook has a split test op- option where you can create a copy of your campaign currently, and you can tell Facebook to spend... X percentage of your total budget on your old method and X percentage on the campaign optimi- budget optimization method. And you can see which of those two um, two methods is resulting in better better conversions for your business. So yeah, uh, between now and November, I'd recommend trying out that as well. Um, and then like you say, if all else fails, then create individual campaigns per ad set between now and then. Talk to me about WhatsApp. Uh, So, yeah, you've probably seen the news that um, Facebook is integrating WhatsApp, uh, Instagram and Facebook Messenger into you can message across those platforms. (laughs) What they've not really well hasn't been in the news as much is that actually some of that WhatsApp data is going to be available as um, targeting options within Facebook, Facebook ads manager. So potentially your, um, audience sizes just got a lot larger, uh, potentially your interests just got a lot more detailed. Um, obviously this hasn't happened yet. Um, but from what, what I can tell, it, it seems like some of those targeting options are going to be available. Um, so yeah, worth bearing in mind if you, if you've got, you know, WhatsApp groups and that kind of thing, then these could suddenly be really, really valuable in terms of your Facebook marketing.
0: What's your take on the privacy angle? Because the privacy people are going to have an absolute field day over this, aren't they? Their precious WhatsApp (laughs) is going to be soiled by us evil marketers chomping at their data and abusing them every which way possible.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I mean, Facebook is still claiming that they're not going to be, uh, that they're not running ads in, in WhatsApp, that they never intend to run ads in WhatsApp. So in terms of your WhatsApp experience, it should be the same um yeah, in terms of whether or not you're happy with this um, as an individual, that's a, a kind of different question, isn't it? Obviously, uh, I mean, you know, the, the kind of latest trend for last year was that Facebook Messenger has something like 2.3 billion users and WhatsApp is catching up with like 1.8 billion users. And, you know, there's a lot of people that think that the main reason why WhatsApp is doing so po- do, doing so well is because it's not Facebook, essentially. It's a messenger platform that people can use that they don't have to be connected to Facebook to do. So, you know, potentially for a lot of those people that have tried, that are using WhatsApp in order to get away from Facebook, then this could be a really, a big blow to that. So, you know, maybe we'll see an alternative, maybe we'll see another competitor, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to get away from Mark Zuckerberg, then you're pretty
1: much used to bad news, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smaller and smaller space to, to play, really.
0: What's next in the Facebook news
1: world, Loz? Uh, so um, if you're Facebook groups, um, uh, normally, obviously, these are created by um, a Facebook page can be a really useful business tool. Um, now, a Facebook page can join a Facebook group and post as their Facebook page. So originally, these were just used for, um, you could only join a Facebook group if you were, you know, a personal Facebook account. Um, whereas now you can post under your business name. Um, so potentially obviously, you know, you Tim could, uh, join a digital marketing Facebook group and post this exposure ninja saying, Hey, we're willing to help that kind of thing. Um, this could be a really useful tool for self-promotion for, for any for any businesses out there um, obviously you know for whatever business you're in there's going to be um, niche Facebook groups that are discussing that kind of product so if you' if you're a baker there's going to be baking groups out there if you're if you sell knitting supplies there's going to be knitting groups out there joining those groups and posting as your business is going to be another way that you can promote your business in an organic fashion so yeah it could be really really great um, Makes
0: sense. And it's nice for Facebook to send us a freaking organic bone for once.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it could be a it could be a useful method in terms of organic. I mean, Facebook's kind of line behind this was that this is going to help, um, you know, businesses to be able to to provide content for those users obviously if you're joining a facebook group then you you know there's guidelines for those groups and you can be blocked and banned and that kind of thing so according to facebook this is all about generating content but yeah could definitely be useful in terms of self-promotional promotion as well so we'll have to see how that goes cool any other facebook news before we wrap up uh, last thing, which is just a real simple thing that if you're not aware about it, then you should definitely be doing. Um, if um, if you're promoting a Facebook post and people are liking on that post, um, for a little while now, a couple months, you've actually been able to click on that post, um, and then see, you have got the number of people that have liked your post. If you click on the number of people that liked your post, you'll get a drop down and you can invite those people to like your Facebook page. So, this for me is really, really useful tool because this is, you know, you, you've for ages, obviously, you've been able to generate, you've been able to run a Facebook likes ad campaign for, for your business, for a business page, but really that's just a terrible waste of money. Um, a Facebook likes campaign for your business. Just, just is not really possible to generate a decent ROI on that. Um, just cause of the way their ads are laid out. But if you're, if you're sending content to people, if you're promoting content to people and they're liking that, then, you know, l- telling, inviting them to like your business page as part of that is just a fantastic way to actually grow your business. So definitely if you're not doing this, this isn't a real easy win for you to get more page likes.
0: So potentially a more effective way to build your page audience, run an ad optimizing for engagement or run a piece of content optimizing for engagement and then just go and follow up with all those people, inviting them to like.
1: Exactly that, yeah. Um, and we've seen, yeah, pretty terrific um, yeah it, engagement rate and, and yeah kind of page-like numbers from doing this. We've seen really good numbers from it, so definitely I, I'd recommend doing this. This is super easy to do, so yeah, get on it.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Luz. No problem.
1: Thanks for having me, Tim. So fun.